I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are discussing the lines of stress and rest for Enneagram type three. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is honestly, I had a pretty sad day yesterday. Like I just had feelings kind of building up in my system. I didn't really know how to work through them. I was just kind of struggling. But this morning, my husband just let me lay my head in his lap and cry and talk about it. And he said that like he just like put his hand on me and thought about like sending me peace and wisdom and insight. And I just felt so supported and so loved and I am so grateful for him. My thorn is honestly, I've been working from home a lot this week because we had summer camp end like a week before school starts basically and it's just hard for me to focus at home honestly I really miss the office and my bud is that my two of my best friends from college are adopting a baby and tonight the day that I'm recording this is the night like my best friends are going to be parents in less than 24 hours and that is bananas if you've been through the adoption process or had any friends who've gone through the adoption process, like it's a journey and they have been on that journey and I'm just so happy for them. Okay, let's talk type threes and those who care about them. We're gonna go into the lines of the Enneagram and when it comes to you specifically. As a reminder, there are two lines moving to and from your number on the Enneagram symbol. One line moves to where you go in stress, so for type three, that's nine, and one moves to where you go in rest, for type three, that's six. Let's talk about what that can look like. So the stress move. So for every type, the initial sign that we're stressed out is that we tighten our grip using our primary type structure. So meaning type threes become increasingly type three in nature, using their defense mechanisms as intensely as possible. So for achievers, that looks like jumping into action and trying to solve the stress. It can also look like overcompensating, looking for any way to keep momentum going, even when it may not be the appropriate, even when you really just need to slow down and feel your feelings. Now, if this strategy isn't sufficient or inevitably when the strategy adds to their stress, type threes display behavior resembling type nine, the peacemaker. The type three never fully turns into a type nine, but they may experience the type nine focal points through the lens of a type three. In this space, they may switch their momentum away from the larger projects and focuses of attention and kind of harness that into small tasks, obsessing over chores that need to be done around the house, like laundry, the routine of the family, dishes, things like that. They may preoccupy their mind with anything to serve as a distraction from their feelings, like TV, scrolling on social media, or even for type threes, that can be day-to-day -day chores and tasks. A lot of type threes talk about this move being kind of a roller coaster energy. Like they go really, really, really hard and then they crash and they just want to like spend the whole weekend on the couch watching TV. That's kind of that move to nine of like, I want to shut it all off, numb out, close off. Now there are some high sides of this move. So that move to nine opens up space for trust 
because the type three is kind of forced to rely on someone else and, and allow themselves to be supported. And the cool thing about that is that the three is able to finally see that they're worthy of love, even when they're not winning, that people will stay and still want to be around them, even when they're not at their best. The other thing is that this allows our type three to just be without doing. It invites them into varied perspectives when doing a task, kind of allowing other people to contribute, allowing them to be more go with the flow. And it invites them into prioritizing people over the process. Now we're getting into what rest can look like for type three, but first a quick word from today's podcast sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by ZocDoc. Just like many of you going to the doctor, finding the right doctor, making these appointments, it is something that is so overwhelming. And I know a lot of you avoided going to the doctor during the pandemic, maybe skipping a physical or dental cleaning, not going to the eye doctor. But now that everything is opening up, it's time to catch up on our regular health care. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. You don't have to wait on hold with a receptionist ever again. I love that. Now just download the free ZocDoc app. It's the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or any other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com egram and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to see a doctor. I have the hardest time finding the right doctors and knowing where to look when my insurance company's website was built when computers were invented. ZocDoc gave me an easy to use directory that made this process so much less overwhelming. So if you are a logistic avoider, much like myself, and making these appointments is an absolute nightmare for you, ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com egram and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com egram. Thank you ZocDoc for supporting the podcast. Now let's look at what rest can look like for our type three. So when type threes feel at ease, safe, rested, they move to type six. Typically when things settle in for threes, that actually can ramp up their doing because stability feels a bit like stagnation. Like when things all of a sudden feel good, it's like the type three can all start to feel more insecure and kind of more like they need to compensate. Another thing that can happen when things become safe and still is these feelings start to arise. They've been kind of pushing down or ignoring. And when it is allowed to move through, it can actually offer a deeper commitment to relationships because it allows that three to pause, slow down, experience their emotions, deal with their kind of concerns or their fear that people only want them for what they can accomplish and allows them to build deeper, more lasting relationships. It can also allow the three to release the belief that there are quick fixes and opens them up to a deeper emotional space to really think things through. 
They're allowed to get in touch with their fears, which many threes at a young age were taught to shove down and to take action instead. This allows them to really honestly ask themselves, what am I afraid of right now? What do I need to think about? So that they can make more focused decisions from a place of thought instead of reactivity. They can also have more ease with delegating and they can focus more on goals that benefit the greater good. Now, a way that you can intentionally infuse self-care to access deep rest in using this line for our type threes is the mantra community over competition. Sixes are really great collaborators. They're really good in a team. They look out for the group and threes in their unhealthier states are kind of looking to who's running alongside them and wanting to make sure that they are at the top, that they're always the one in the front, that they're winning. But this move to six kind of used intentionally can invite them into a space of collaboration, of shared success, of something being mutually beneficial or beneficial for the greater good. Another way that you can intentionally bring in deep rest is to pause and ask what you're afraid of. To really honor your fear as a three, threes tend to shove that down and take action instead. But if you can really pause and think it through, it's going to offer you a way to actually tend to and heal what's underneath there so that you can actually make decisions from a place of informed consent versus trying to just get on to the next thing. Now there is a low side to this move to six. You may crave acknowledgement just like an average three would, but then not trust it and be very skeptical of it like a six. So you might kind of be like wanting someone to give you positive feedback. When they finally give you positive feedback, you don't believe them. And then attempting to build up the identity through affiliation. So type sixes are really willing to overwork in order to maintain their role in a group but when the average three does this, they can sometimes do that and then kind of build their identity, build their idea of success around who they're affiliated with, over identifying with their group and then losing sight of who they really are, what they really want. Now I'm gonna kind of sum this all up for you in the way that I think about how this line can work right now. <laughs> when stressed out, type threes may find themselves numbing out, retreating to their couch or finding comfort in being home. They may end up cutting corners, ignoring their responsibilities, and essentially checking out from all of their harder work in favor of the minute day-to-day -day tasks that have become easier to manage. Now, another side of this move for threes is a bit more long-term, the tendency to numb out to their own desires and accidentally remaining in careers, relationships, and roles that are very little interest to them. They may do the bare minimum to remain in that environment with little to no zeal for what they're doing. Now, when you start to notice this come up in you, you have the tools you need to care for yourself. You can use the high side of type six to pause and prepare for these times in advance by either moderating your energy so that you are overworking much less and therefore not burning yourself out, or by preparing your work in advance when the energy is there and allowing for the rest time when you need it. You may also find that leaning into the team spirit of a six will help you to ease the competitive nature that can keep you burning the candle at both ends. Adopting the philosophy that someone else's success does not take away from your own and can be very therapeutic for type threes. Now, in the same way that can use the preparation and team building elements of the type six to relieve stress, it can also be a place that you can go to by accident. Type sixes tend to find themselves very busy as a way to prove themselves to a particular organization or person. 
They value playing an intricate role in their community, and this can further emphasize your desire to be seen in a certain light and even perpetuate your tendency to become who you need to be in order to achieve perceived success. You may also find yourself uncharacteristically anxious about your future and your security. This is where it's helpful to bring in the high side of type 9. Regular rest and stress-reducing activities infused into your life will help you to maintain consistency, balance, and ultimately self-awareness. Remaining removed from conflict and drama will allow you the space to be less competitive and comparing so that you can remain present, available, and supportive to your peers. All right, friends, I hope this was helpful in your understanding of self and others today. If you enjoyed today's episode, take just a moment and leave a rating and review in iTunes. It would mean the absolute world to me. And as always, it's such a joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.